Radio, the most objective show in America. about to go fully live let's get it people to the live let's add people to the live let's get it Let's get people to the live. Let's get people to the live. Progressive Action Radio, the most objective show in America. Don't mind me, I'm just adding people to the live. Let's add people to the live. The more, the better. Let's get it.
What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Or as the MTA like to make us do now. Hello, everyone. <laughs> now, today, we had a, a, a very serious um, situation go on. A, a terrorist attack in New York City subway system. Um, a direct attack on the system. Now, luckily, uh, no one was hurt. Um, only the bomber got hurt. But today's today's show is going to focus on is New York City Transit really prepared for a terrorist attack? And for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm a New York City train conductor. And I don't feel that we are prepared for a terrorist attack. We go get into that a little later. But let's look into uh, this whole bombing thing. You know, um, and I got this information from uh, the New York Times. It said a would-be suicide attacker detonated a pipe bomb strapped to his body in the heart of Manhattan's Busiest subway corridor on Monday, sending thousands of terrified commuters fleeing the smoke-choked passageways and bringing the heart of Midtown to a standstill as hundreds of police officers converged on Times Square and the surrounding streets. The makeshift weapon failed to fully detonate, and the attacker himself was only the only one seriously injured in the blast, which unfolded just before 7.20 a.m. this morning. Law enforcement officials said the attacker, identified by the police as Akid, Akid, whatever, Ula, 27 years old, chose the location because of its Christmas-themed posters, a motive that recalls strikes in Europe, and he told investigators that he set off his bomb in retaliation for United States airstrikes on ISIS targets in Syria and elsewhere. Now, this is the problem. The New York City Transit Authority is vulnerable to the fullest, to the max is vulnerable. Um, you got dark subways, you got uh, security. It's not the best security um, for it to be New York City. Um, there's not too much deterrence. And, and you know, I'm gonna keep it real this show because we see things that you know the normal public wouldn't normally see. Um, Earlier, earlier today, you know, when I when I woke up, I kept hearing uh, Port Authority, Port Authority bombing, Port Authority uh, bus terminal and things like that. That was just a spin. So people wouldn't panic because we got our first real official threat in the subway as far as a bomb. And, you know, New York, New York City tried to sell this narrative that we are the safest um, in New York City. Um, that's BS, you know, and uh, they was trying to spin it. And some news uh, media people had gotten in contact with me. And I was like, uh, that video don't look like the Port Authority bus terminal. It looks like the corridor between 7th Avenue and 8th Avenue when you're walking through Times Square underground in the subway. If you want to go to the from the A train to the Q train, you go walk through that same corridor. And that's exactly what it looked like. And, um, you know, some some... I don't know why they decided to spin it like that, but that's how they decided to spin it. But this was an official, an official um, subway attack. Now, I have some um, uh, platform controllers who are equipped with the new pilot program cell phones that the MTA is, um, has equipped us with. And it's supposed to give us real-time information you know, delays, emergencies, and things like that. And come to find out, this device wasn't working. Um, it didn't give the platform controllers any information of the the whole situation that was going on at Times Square. Um, and it basically left the frontline employees in the dark. And that's not good because us being frontline employees, you have cleaners, you have uh, station clerks, you have uh, conductors, train operators, 
um, TSS, you know, you have all those titles in the field, which are frontline employees. We normally see things first, but time and time and time again, New York City Transit seems to give us the information last for us to relay to the passengers. And that's a major, major issue here. I'm going to um, touch into that a little later. Now, this year alone, we had two suspicious parcel incidences where um, packages were left. And, uh, you know, thank God nothing happened. Um, one was a suspicious package in the East Village on the L train. Um, that was in August. I believe like August 17th or something like that. And then um, on a November 11th, a suspicious package was left on a subway platform, 33rd Street on a 6th train. Now, I think I happened to be working or probably listening to my radio, whatever the case was. And I think they was telling trains while they was investigating this serious, this um, suspicious package that they could continue to run through the area while this um, package was being investigated. Now, the issue I have with that is, and, and what was found inside that bag, before I continue, it was a pressure cooker. Now, as we know, if we've been following the news these past um, few years, you know, um, major terrorist attack in Boston was done by pressure cookers. Um, I think just as recently as a year ago, on 23rd Street, above the subway level, there was another um, pressure cooker bomb that exploded um, terrorist activity. So you have this bag with a pressure cooker in it. Why is the MTA continue, continuing to run service through that area? I have no clue why they do it, but one thing I could, I mean, I have a clue. I have a big clue. The only reason they do it is because they want to continue to run service through the area. The MTA is only concerned with the movement of trains. Your life, my life is secondary. They are only concerned with the movement of trains. I have experienced this myself where um, a passenger tell me that a package is left and and RCC basically tell you, look, keep this train moving, take that package back to your position and give it to the dispatcher at the terminal. There's really no concern for life down there. Only the movement of trains. We not even go get that confused or twisted. And I'm quite sure a whole bunch of uh, conductors and train operators can attest to this. This isn't a lie. It's the truth. Um, all right. So. These are the major issues when it comes to New York City Transit, the frontline um, employees, and, and, and everybody else that's in between it. The number one issue is poor, poor, let's make no mistake about it, poor radio communication. There's absolutely too many dead spots in New York City Transit. It's 2017 going on 2018. Why are we <laughs> behind in the communication department? They spend all these millions of dollars to buy new trains. Trains don't even work, but they don't care about communication and communicating with their frontline employees. Um, communication between the rail control center, which we call RCC for short for those who don't know, um, and train crews are poor, poor during delays. Can you really imagine a serious situation such as an, a terrorist attack? Like I said today, platform controller told me that there wasn't no communication between them and RCC and what was really going on. And those new devices that they got is supposed to be like real time. And it didn't provide them with the necessary um, information to um you know relate to the customers uh and like i said communication is poor during delays it was plenty of times where we were delayed several minutes no communication with the tower no communication with rcc 
we we're not allowed to pull out our, our phones and, and get information to see what's going on, see what people are talking about, whatever the case is. So most times we are forced to tell customers, look, pull out your phone. I can't pull out my phone. Pull out your phone um, and go to MTA.info because MTA.info, they seem to upload the information faster there than getting on the radios and, and letting the crews know to keep the passengers updated of what the delay may be. So there's definitely a major, major um, communication flaw between uh, road crews, frontline crews, and RCC. You also have um, poor radio etiquette. Uh, it seems as if people at RCC or at the tower, they like to talk down on train crews, like belittle train crews. Just the other day, I guess a train crew may have, didn't see a holding light. Sometimes these holding lights are incomp- inconspicuous. You you can't, it's, it's, it's they're in, they in places sometimes you can't even, uh, you'll look and, and it's not there, whatever the case is. They're not in the same spot. You know, sometimes you got to search for the holding lights on the platform. So I guess a crew missed the holding lights move. And I heard, a, I don't know if it was a dispatcher, definitely with some type of supervision that said, I'm going to write you up when you get to the terminal. What kind of radio etiquette is that? Why would you threaten a train crew to write them up over the radio? Poor radio etiquette. It makes us not even want to get on the radio to even speak with you guys because it's very unprofessional. And I'm quite sure New York City Transit is the only agency that does that. I can't see a sergeant or a ranking officer at NYPD telling Another officer, you're going to get written up when you get back to the precinct over the radio. Very unprofessional. That won't go on in FDNY, NYPD, um, corrections. That won't happen nowhere but New York City Transit because professionalism don't exist here, to be honest with you, especially when you when you talk about supervision, talking to hourlies. And I heard that myself. I should have reported that. Um, more communication. I'm quite sure this is probably happening in other places, but mainly the D-line in Brooklyn. The D-trains in Brooklyn, ICs, intercoms do not work. Sometimes you can't say things over the radio or, or want to talk over the radio with certain things with your partner of what you may see. You don't. You definitely don't want to go over the PA, you know, if it's a situation because you don't want the customers to alert the customers, get them to panic or whatever the case is. The ICs don't work. They're there for a reason. The ICs do not work. How can you effectively communicate with your partner if the ICs don't work? And it's, I've been with New York City Transit for four years. Four years that, um, in those four years, the ICs never worked on those trains. I don't know why the D trains don't work, ICs, but they don't work. And even in some situations, the PA systems you have problems with the PA systems. Now, the MTA got this policy. If you're delayed for more than 10 minutes, you're supposed to walk through the cars to make sure everybody hear you. How about the MTA? You make sure that these PA systems work to make sure that everybody hears and stop trying to put us in harm's way during delays. Passengers are most agitated, the most agitated during delays. That's another, that's, that's a, um, that's another major issue. Now, um, there's really no information for a terrorist attack as far as what the passengers are concerned. What if an explosive device do go off on the train? Because let's, let's not get it twisted. We got lucky today, very lucky. Um, I would say we, we got with an, it was an amateur bomber. He didn't know what he was doing. And it blew up basically in his face. No pun intended. He was not going to get some coffee. He wasn't going to get a butter roll from upstairs. He was not going to go hella cab. That guy was going to get on the train and do some serious damage. Make no mistake about it. So let's say this um, device was to go off in a train in between stations. In a dead spot where the radios don't work. Um, the phones that they want to give us, they wouldn't work either because there's no service in the tunnels. What 
are the customers directed to do during a situation, during the explosion? Let's just say that they pull an EBV. And for those who don't know, that's transit lingo for um, emergency brake valve. During the explosion, they pull an EBV because they're nervous during the explosion. And we stopped in the tunnel. Bomb goes off. Are crews supposed to go back there and reset the EBV? Like, what's the protocol? What are customers to do? There should be do's and don'ts of what customers got to do during serious um, situations. Definitely, I wouldn't suggest pulling the EBV in a situation like that. Because if I know if a bomb went off back there, I am not going to reset no EBV at all. That's not going to happen. You can forget about that. The transit authority, for those who don't know, give their employees a very hard time. Um, discipline. Getting days off. Um, talk to us any kind of way they want. Denying us lunch breaks. You think I'm going to go back there and deal with a, a serious situation like that when my life is at risk? That's not happening. Not at all. Y'all don't give me the days off to spend with my family. I'm damn sure ain't going to put my, my life on the line back there to go um, investigate a real serious situation such as that. Like I said, there's no, no customer etiquette on, you know, making the customers aware of what to do in a serious situations like this. Um, one thing I need the MTA to get clear, and maybe you guys could fill me in on this one. What is the difference between a suspicious package and an unattended package? Now, they describe, um, you know, suspicious packages. And I, and I found this on, on, on different websites. Um, if you see smoke coming out the back. Um, if uh, you see wires hanging out the back. And some other kind of acronyms called HOT, whatever the case is that they use. Um, to me, in my opinion, any package that's left unattended is suspicious. There's no difference to me. I don't see how um, we can make that determination so quick. I'm going to put something on the screen right here. If you look on the screen, you have um, these are pictures from the Boston bombing. None of these backpacks look suspicious to me. In fact, most of the time when things are left on a train, unattended packages, they look just like those backpacks. Now, I don't see no wires hanging out the bag. I don't see no smoke um, coming out the bag. Anything like that. In New York City Transit, this would be considered an unattended package. Now, let's say that you take this unattended package, because it looks like an unattended package according to the MTA, to your position. One of the most critical positions in the New York City subway system is either the conductor position or the train operator train operator position when it comes to subways we take this package to our position and it explodes who's at fault look at all three of those packages like i said these backpacks these are from the boston marathon none of these packages look suspicious they will be considered unattended by their um by their terminology so to be safe, and I'm, and I'm speaking to my coworkers, to be safe, if you come across any package that you cannot see directly through, consider that package being suspicious. Don't move it. Don't take it. Ask for a supervisor. Ask for police. If um, RCC try to make you take this package, tell them to give you a safety dispute resolution form. You do not feel safe. And, and that, should be, that should be the end of that. Let a supervisor come get it. Let one of these super, whoever want to come and, and get it and let them deal with it. Make sure you're safe. You got to go home to your family the same way that you came. Um, like I said, only thing RCC care about is the movement of trains. 
where your life fit in that and priority with, with the MTA, they can say whatever they want. I'm a firm believer of action speaks louder than words. The MTA, since I've been here, has been very reactive instead of proactive. They don't want to get in front of no issues. They get behind the issues after something that has happened. So we can't afford to be risking our life. We only get one of those. You get hurt, you just a number to the MTA. You gone, somebody else in the next spot, next seniority spot is coming to take your spot. Don't try to be a super conductor, super train operator, super TSS, super dispatcher. We can't have that. Now, um, as I was following the bombing um, closely today, Governor Cuomo gave a quote. And there's an issue that I have with this quote. He said, we are a target by many who would like to make a statement against freedom. Let's go back to work. We are not going to allow them to disrupt us. What I have to ask Governor Cuomo, who is us? You're not one of us. You don't take the subway every day. You have a security detail. You are well protected. The average New Yorker or most New Yorkers, we not afforded that same protection. So it's easy for you to sit on top of your throne and talk to the people below you to go around business as usual during serious situations like this. I'm quite sure you gave this statement either from the comfort of your office, well secured, from your home, or, or, or from somewhere safe where you don't have to worry about a terrorist attack like average New Yorkers. We see what's going on in London. We see what happened with the Boston Marathon. We seen what, what happened recently with the truck uh, the guy drove the truck and, and, and killed, a few, killed a few people or injured a few people. I'm not quite sure. Um, we've seen all these terrorist acts in New York City. A lot of us was here for 9-11. We live in the age of fear. You can't just say, oh, just go back to work. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. It's easy for you to say that because you don't, you don't got to worry about swiping no Metro card. You don't got to worry about um, going home uh, being denied days off and, and things like that to spend with your family. When things like this happen, this affect workers, believe it or not. You never was one of us, so I'm quite sure you don't understand that. But once again, Governor Cuomo, who is us? Speak for yourself. We go let the rank and file. We go speak for ourselves. You speak for yourself and we speak for ourselves. Now, in my opinion, I believe when there's a terrorist attack like what went on today, the MTA was still running trains. And the MTA liked taking risk during situations like this because during the investigation, you don't know anything. You don't know if this was a lone wolf. You don't know if they was uh, strategically um, scattered throughout the system. We, we don't know anything. One thing we do know is that the MTA continued to run trains. I believe that when there's a direct threat on MTA property, employees should halt all work. No more trains move. No more buses move until this situation is thoroughly investigated to make it be known that there's no more threat in the system. When a serious situation comes about like this, there should be no service. All service ends, everybody above street level, whatever it takes. But we, you can't keep putting employees' lives in danger. We got away lucky this time. We got away very lucky because, he, like I said, he wasn't heading to the coffee shop. He was heading to a train to do damage. Let's not get it twisted. Um... I'm going to put the number on the screen because I, I want to hear from some of you guys. 347-464-2880. I'll be taking calls in a few. Um, on November 6th, Loda, who is the, the, the boss of the bosses of transit, said that they had a tabletop exercise with the NYPD regarding a situation like this. Now, my question to Loda and all the other MTA bosses 
you doing tabletop exercises and leaving out the most important aspect, which are your employees. How you having meetings on tabletop exercises and this information don't trickle down to the New York City Transit Authority employees on the front line. Um, we're, we're not properly trained. I don't believe that, um, you know, going to watch videos on what to do during X, Y, and Z. I, I don't consider that training. I think that we need real training. Going back, going, creating real programs for transit workers to identify certain things and paying us for this knowledge. This shouldn't come at a, 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 a freebie. The Transit Authority basically rush us out of school car, especially conductors. It's basically open and close doors, um, learn how to cut out a door, everything to, to learn how to keep a train moving. But we deal with a lot of um, things on the road. We deal with violence. We deal with assaults. We deal with um, unattended suspicious packages. Um, we deal with a lot of aspects that the MTA want us to um, go, and, go and investigate and check out and, and things like that. We should be more or better trained and we should be compensated for it. Because Long Island Railroad, they make a whole bunch of money and don't have to deal with half of the nonsense that we deal with in New York City Transit. I think that we need we need better training um, to deal with situations like this. Um, we need we need more better better communication from RCC, um, better directives. Um, better bosses. I believe that a lot of these uh, supervisors, they need to go to higher training and learn how to talk to employees um, and, 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 and so they could do their job better. Because there's so many layers and levels to this thing, the MTA is not addressing anything. The only thing they, they want to do is move trains. Your life, I don't know where it fits at in their priorities, but I guarantee you it's not number one. The job that New York City Transit employees do is not easy. It's not easy at all. Um, like I said, we we got off we got off very lucky today. Very lucky. Next time we may not be so lucky. Next time it may not be one. But the question is, is New York City really prepared for a terrorist attack? Um. I believe the New York City Transit Authority needs to spend serious money on bringing experts experts to teach us, um, you know, real education on these type of situations. It's 2017. We are more vulnerable than ever. The question isn't, um, is it going to happen? The question is when? When is it going to happen? Are we prepared? We got these. We got these little uh, um, masks that we carry around. By the time we open that up, we're going to be dead. These masks should be kept on the train. We shouldn't carry them um, with us every day. There should be like a breakaway glass where we could take these masks out in the case of emergency and be very easily accessible to open and put on. These masks don't even work, and there's not even no training to put on this mask. They gave you a little directive to read. And, and, and that's it. That's not a, that's not effective training. That's just like NYPD giving police officers a gun and give you directions like this on how to on how to shoot it, how to clean it, how to reload it, how to rack it and everything. But they don't actually let them go to the range to, to, to put it into use. You know, practice makes perfect. Um, it's the same thing how they deal with us with bulletins and and this and that. They put out a bulletin. They expect us to read it, but effective training, you must take them out to the field hands-on. Everybody ain't can't read something and grasp it. Some people are hands-on and could grasp it that way. The only reason the MTA do not do that is because they know it would cost them money. But once again, 
at the end of the day, these are supposed to be safety procedures, safety things to, to 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 prevent certain things from happening. They don't care. Um, put it on a put it on a bulletin, put it on a notice, and that's it. Go go about your merry way. If the MTA had to train us and hire people for every little thing that they put out, they would stop putting out a lot of this bullshit. One one of the MTA favorite favorite phrases is to say signal for police en route, which means you ain't getting no police officer en route. They only care about the movement of these trains. Trust me when I tell y'all. If anybody want to call in, I wasn't prepared to take calls, but I, I would take a call if y'all call within the next couple of minutes. Um, three four seven four six four twenty eight eighty. We need to speak up as frontline employees. Nobody is listening to us. Nobody is, 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 is vouching for us. Look what happened today. All this happened today. We did not hear. I heard from my um, VP, Kiapur. It was cool to hear from him. But a situation as serious as a threat to the system. You expect to hear from the president of the union. Nobody less than the president. If you hear from other people, that's cool. But for a situation as serious as this, we haven't got not one email. We haven't got any information um, from our president, um, Tony Utano. And I understand that he has, um, I won't say speech issues, but he don't like to speak in front of crowds. And when, he, when he's in front of crowds, he got his head buried in the paper. He's he been here for 103 years, and he still don't know the issues on his job. And Tony Utano, I, I know that you're watching my shows. you liking them. You got to sturdy up, man. If you're not built for the job, then then move on. You got enough time to get up out of here. You don't care. You you have caused more damage in this union than Sam. I, I don't even know how can I say that, but it's true. You may be worse than Samuelson, bro. And I feel that you racist. I'm not joking. I feel that you racist. And you're worse than Samuelson. And it's sad. This ain't for you. Step out of the way. Give it to someone who cares. Step down. Go enjoy your life. Go do something with yourself. This ain't for you, man. You're destroying us right now. Especially RTO. And I'm quite sure buses is next to come. And you already started to move on stations. As soon as you come in, all this bullshit start happening. So I don't want to hear. All right, we got a caller. Let me see who's calling. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, caller. Caller, give me one second. Let me let me uh plug you in. Let me get you get you lined up for a second. What time is it? Oh, it's still early. All right, let me see what's going on. Hello? Hey, Jamel, what's up? It's Oz Freeman. My boy, Oz, what's going on, bro? Nice meeting you the other day. What's going on, man? I'm good, man. Yo, like I, was, like I said before online, you know, I, I just missed that. I could have been caught up in that because I missed my bus. I live in Jersey, and I missed my bus. I missed the first bus going into Port Authority. Until I got into Port Authority this morning, cops were kicking everybody out. People were running. It was crazy out there this morning. And you're right, MTA is not prepared for this. You know, because we're down there on the tracks, we could be anywhere, we could be in the relay rooms, we could be anywhere. It's not prepared. They're not prepared, and it's, and it's scary. That's you know what I'm saying? Because any, any one of us could be caught up in this nonsense, what's that, going on. And they really don't care. That's correct. They even, sent some of our crew, they, they even sent some of our crew out there today just so, uh, for what? I, don't, I have no idea. What's your so, title for the people who don't know? My title is a telephone maintainer. What we do, we service all the emergency telephones, emergency alarms on the track. Um, we deal with all the communications within MTA, um, the radio lines, the radios, RTC, everything. We deal with all of that stuff on the on the, on the back end. Now, let, let me ask so, you something. You know, what, 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 are, these, yeah. are a lot of these telephones? Do they work? That's another issue. A lot of the, a lot of the equipment is old. Okay. Some work, some do not work. 
and it's all it's all the politics getting it fixed, you know, because management does not want to to provide the overtime to get these things fixed. Mm. You know, you got all you got all antiquated stuff out there that's been there since I guess the nineteen seventies that's breaking down, you know. Wow. It, it's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. So So, so let, let me ask you, you this. Guess, let me ask you this. In an yeah. event, let's say cause, you know, some there's a lot of dead spots. Um, in the system as far as with the radio is concerned. I mentioned that the ICs yeah. don't work on some of these trains. Um, right. And let's say like a train operator got to go to a wayside radio. I mean, a, way, a wayside yeah. telephone and it don't work. Right. That could possibly happen down there, right? Yes, it could possibly happen because a lot of cables are old. There's a lot of old equipment down there that's breaking down. I'm not saying it's not being fixed, you know, but the rate is being fixed. It's very... It's very slow. Could they hire? Could they use more? Done. Could they use more workers? Of course they can, because our, my title is only three hundred fifty guys, three hundred fifty maintainers that can actually maintain the stuff. And you got cable maintenance also does the cable maintenance. Cable maintenance actually does the wiring and the cables for those phones. Okay. Right. Um, as far as the radio communications. You got you got the old regime that don't really give a crap about what's going on. They're ready to retire, and and the old regime, the old regime. You talking about management, management, and 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 maintainers. Okay, they all fall hand in hand, from what I see. And I'm 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 only there four years, like yourself. Okay, and I don't like what's going on. So you 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 agree with me that um, New York City Transit is not prepared for a, a, a real attack? No, they're not prepared. Okay, they're not prepared. They're, you know, you know, for what for? We're in the tunnels, man. We're, we're in the trenches. We're in the tunnels. We, we see what's there and what's not. Yeah, we know what's going on. Yeah, I think I think you one know, of the you know, one of the issues that we have in New York City Transit, we got people who's making decisions for us, polit- very important political yeah. positions for us, who never worked the job. They come right. like they just pull this guy. I think his name Andy Byford or something like that from from Canada, New York City. How can you say New York City is the crossword cross um crossroads of the world? But you bringing in all these people who's not from New York City to try to fix our issues. That doesn't make any sense. And, and, and another issue, Canada, I, Canada. Yeah, 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 another issue I have. You just gave some valuable information just now that I didn't even know. Right now, I'm quite sure that I have valuable information that. The, the, the people upstairs don't know as far as like upper management and stuff. Do you notice that they never ask us what we think needs to be approved or anything no, like don't. that? They don't. They don't do it. They don't. Now that's, that's, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm saying they don't. I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff nobody knows. I mean, like I said, the system is old. It needs to be repaired. I mean, I'm not saying they're not doing it. They are doing it, but a lot of politics is involved with who's going to get this money. I mean, you got, you got, you got second-level managers that don't want to give money out because they don't, want, they don't want maintainers making more money than them. I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? Wow, wow. If, 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 yes, I'm not lying, bro. Wow. See, if, that- if it concerns the safety of, of, of the employees and the public, what is that about? What, what, what are you saying? That's, a, that's so. very important that you say that because when, when, we, when you normally mention politics and, and agencies like this, normally the end result is people's lives being in, in danger. And they play this money game and this, that, this, that. They claiming they fixing the system and they taking things serious. But then now I hear your story and it's like, do they really care? Do they do they really care right. about the safety of of the passengers and and more importantly the employee? We know they don't care about us. They don't care if we eat. They don't care if we get time off to spend with our family. They don't care about our quality of life at all. Yeah, but, they don't. But, they don't because we're gonna have a safety stand now probably on Thursday. It happens every time there's a situation. Boom. They could probably bulletins that's been dated from like two years ago last year. You know, but they really. From how I see it, they really don't care because half of them is about to retire. The next two years, three years, they're, they're out the door. They don't care. 
So it's up to us, the new regime, to put things in place and move it smoothly and get the support of, of, of upper, the upper management, upper government, whatever it takes to yeah. really see what's really going on on there. Yeah. Because even the people, you know, even the people who's supposed to vouch for us, as far as the union is concerned, you haven't really heard anything. They they should have been when they had the press conference or Forty Second Street earlier today, where they had the mayor, the police commissioner. You had Loda. I felt that our union rep should have been there too. I felt that uh, um, Utano should have been there with them. You know, and and ensuring the public that you know they they are in the hands of professionals. Because every other city agency had their representative there who who's associated with the subway, you know what I mean. Except us, we didn't have nobody to say, "Look, you, our guys are good. They professional. They're going to make sure everything is is straight." There's no, there's nothing out there for us, you know. Well, they can't do that. They can't do that because they can't prove that. They they, they can't do that because it's not there. You know what I'm saying? If if it was there, then it would have been out there and saying that um. Okay, we got this under control. They don't have that. Yeah. So they could never be out there to do that. Yeah. Let me ask you something. You was at the you was at the mass membership meeting. Um this yes, this past uh Saturday. How did you feel about that meeting? I only went there for support, man. I only went there uh, actually I know what it was gonna be about, but I I still wanted to be in the loop mm-hmm. of the bullshit that was Actually, you know what? It wasn't bullshit that was said. The brother from Buffalo. Yeah. He's uh, more of a leader than our current president. Yeah, Reverend. Our current president. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Reverend. Yeah. Our current president had to put out a slideshow in the talk. What kind of leadership is that? It's none. You know? A a brother had a question in the audience. I saw him put his hand up, you know, and say, we'll take questions later. No questions are taken later after that. Mm-hmm. Why? Why aren't the members? Why can the members voice their opinions and concerns to the board? Why are we left out? You know. I mean, they. What? What you want them to answer lies? Like they've been lying to us this whole time. They're afraid to face the heat. Listen, I know that. I know that. Um, like I said, I have four years just like you, bro. When I first, when I first started, I, I know I would go out to the. The, you know, the, the system, the bussy code, the, 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 the train yards. And I would see, you know, I would see negative things about Sanderson. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is he, you know, why is he, why is he all these negative thoughts about Sanderson? I didn't know. So, you know, went to the, went to the rally at two Broadway and the mass meeting at, in January. We talked all of that. Oh, uh, we're going to get more than 2% raise. Uh, you know, you know, we talked a lot of a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought we were going on strike. That wasn't happening on the same Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, 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 the Sunday that the contract um, expired, and the time that it got uh, rectified, which was Monday sometime, I was like, they negotiated that contract way before it even expired. Oh, correct. Because you can't go in. You can't. You, you cannot go in. Come out saying, "Oh, we're gonna get more than this, more than that," and come out with a, a, a two and a half percent increase in, in salary, and then want to decrease the OTO. And it's, a, it's a, a lot of stuff. They say we had no give back, so we did give back. We give back in OTO, and we give back in the two two point five percent. That's nothing. What is that? We also gave back. You with, know, we also gave back with workers' comp PPO. That's that's designed to save the transit authority millions of dollars and and what's 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 crazy about that is um it was i think it's going to become law but why why did samuelson allow it to be contract language i'd rather deal with that in law i mean i know why you know but yeah the governor's his boy so you know they they working together you know that the reverend said something at the mass membership meeting he said you know you got democrats you got Republicans posing as Democrats. The first yeah, person that. that came to my mind was Cuomo. Yeah. Um, that because. most of that stage, most of the, the the reps that was on stage, are Republicans posing as Democrats. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
man, I got coworkers that are Republicans that voted for the opposition, you know? It makes no sense. I mean, you're in a union, you're voting against yourself. <laughs> it makes no sense at all. So, but I understand, you know, why they do the things they do. That's another topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we gotta say um, that we gotta say that for another show. But this show we just gotta right, focus right. on is New York City um transit authority prepared for a terrorist attack. So you agree with me that the answer is no. Um they're not prepared. I don't know not prepared. It, it's gonna take a full overhaul for them to actually get prepared. And I'm talking about top to bottom. Well, you know what? It takes a disaster to get things done and guess what? Maybe they'll be getting things done now. Yeah, I mean, Maybe I, Cuomo allocate allocate more money to get the system up to par. I I, I doubt it right now because that nobody got hurt. It's going to actually take a catastrophe for them to take um you know the real concern serious. And it's sad to say that well, the, 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 the 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 transit authority has has been very reactive instead of proactive for as long as I, I I've been paying attention. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. But I'll tell you one thing. If it does happen, I'm on a train. I'm getting myself out of there. <laughs> you ain't never, I will get out of there. You ain't, you ain't never lied, man. I know, how, I know how to get out of there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you didn't. You ain't never lie. Never lie. But that, that, that's another thing. The trans, I don't even feel appreciated, you know, as far as being an employee of, the, of this company. I'm not going above and beyond here. They will have to change how they treat us. And, and everything. And I know they watching the show. This is what they do. They've been watching me lately, and that's cool. You guys do not appreciate your employees. Y'all treat us like criminals with everything. With everything. I'll tell you, that day that day I heard that supervisor say over the radio, we was I was on a D train. I, I may have wrote it down just in case if I had to reference it, the, date, the exact date that it happened. But uh, how you go get on the radio and say that you're going to write somebody up? It make it, it makes us not want to communicate with nobody. We don't want to talk to no. I didn't want to talk to nobody for that whole day. I was in my head. If RCC call me, if they call yeah. me, I'm not answering. Now the funny thing is this: RCC monitor those radios, and they didn't even. Oh, yeah, I know. They didn't even correct this guy because he went ham for a few stops. I mean, the supervisor. Wow. He should have been written up. Or supervise, or RCC should have got on the radio and told him to cut it out. You know what I'm saying? You can't belittle employees like that. But it's it's the yeah they do it they do it all the time. I hear stuff over the radio too. When I do have a radio, I do hear some craziness going on down there. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Let me ask you a question. Do you think do you think you guys should be equipped with radios? Oh hell yeah! Because I want to know what's going on. You know, I me I need to know what's going on personally. Not personally, but just not just for myself, but for everybody around me. Now, in our shop, they treat us like okay, we're not revenue driven. We're not we're not a revenue driven department. Mm-hmm. So they treat us like garbage, and that's my that's my opinion. Yeah, you know, you go in, you go into the, the train barns, you go into you go into the terminals. You know, everybody has their thing going on. You got the news going. You know. At some time, they want us to turn the news off. They don't want to, you, you can't hear what's going on. I'm like, yo, why is this so, what the hell is wrong with you guys? We, we're the front line guys out there. You know, it's not just, it's not just, you know, it's not just, it's not just um, train operators, bus operators, conductors. You know, we got guys that are getting attacked. We got two guys that got attacked last week. Wow. Basically attacked last week, and they didn't say nothing about it. Wow, that's crazy. And last year, I mean, we not we don't get attacked like that. But when we out there in uniform, we got our vest on, we get attacked. This last year, you know, this homeless guy, yo, know, he got in the truck, the, the TA truck, and he tried to attack the brother in there. Wow, they don't talk about that. Wow, no, that that's why we got to start talking. We got us, we got to start creating our own media and bring the issues here and and educate each other. Because if we don't do it, we can't rely on the transit authority to do it for us. They want to sweep everything yeah, up under man. the rug. Yeah, they do. Nobody talks about that. It's crazy. You know, when I have on my TA gear, sometimes I don't even want to have it on because I don't want something pops off. They want to take it out on me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. that's not cool. 
Right. You know, when they had a couple of years ago when they had the Metro North Metro North Development, me and my partner, we was at um First Avenue L and this this couple was like, Yo, get them TA man, fight them, we wanna kill them. I was like, you know, things like that is not cool. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, we, we, we become targets. This this uniform oh. and this logo make us targets for everything. It is, man. And and nobody is. nobody isn't afraid to bring the drama to us. <laughs> they not they 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 not afraid. They're not because they know, you know you know they, we will I know I will defend myself. You know, to be honest, because I got a family to come home to. That's you know, that's the reason I'm working. Yeah. I'm going to defend myself and make sure I come home. And they think that they can do whatever they want, and that's not right. Mm-hmm. But our union needs to put it out there that we move New York City, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be communication technicians, um, track workers, signal maintainers, telephone maintainers, everybody in the system needs to be protected. And they don't they don't realize that. Yeah, the people in the union they they don't care, bro. They they don't care. And and it's and I won't say everybody don't care, but the people who you expect to care, like the the, the president and all that other stuff, only thing they care about is their reputation. You know what I'm saying? They don't care about the members. It's they all for self. They all about keeping those checks going, and 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 nothing else. Yeah. You know that's why it's important that we get the right people in their next election. We taking no prisoners. Well, we getting it popping. I hope to, man. I've been speaking about the movement to my um to some to some of my shop stewards. They're very interested, bro. And I'm gonna call you offline about that maybe tomorrow. But they're very interested because they want to talk to me about that. All right, sound good. Yeah, so, we we go we go link up because we got some things to talk about, and you know for oh, yeah. for, for 2018, and we're gonna make it happen, bro. Yeah, it gotta happen, man. Because they gotta, they gotta have change. There's nothing enough. Yeah, you know. All right, bro. Thanks for calling in. All right. Um, good hearing from you. Um, keep 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 the um the good work going, and um, always feel free share stuff on the page. Like, let us know when y'all get assaulted. You know, let us know when there's BS happening because we wouldn't know if we don't connect these. You know, all these dots. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't normally, you know, talk to. I don't even know no guys that that do your do your job, but it's important that we come to the pay to progressive action and bring these issues, so yeah. we could talk about it and make each other aware of what's going on. Because I always say, in order to create change, you got to create awareness first, and without awareness, you can't create change. So let's continue creating that you, awareness. You, you may know a brother; he's in my department too. Ethnic Keaton. Oh, that's my. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that's my brother. That's that been my. I forgot he in that department. You know, I, I knew him for about yeah. He's, not, about, he's in my department, man. About fifteen years, <laughs> fifteen twenty joints. Well, I, knew, I knew him. There you go, man. Small world. Yeah, that's my brother. No, man. I spoke to him. Yeah, so we did, man. All right, that's what's up, man. All right, good hand from you, bro. All right, man. All right, peace. We'll link up. Yes, sir. All right, All right. peace. All right. And my boy, Oz Freeman. Good brother. I met him the other day at the mass membership meeting. Um, looking to, looking forward to meeting with him some more. But look, the bottom line is this before I get off. New York City transit is not safe. Um, they, they, they aren't prepared for a um, terrorist attack. We see it every day whenever we find um, an unattended or suspicious package. And, um, or I would say unattended package, but like I said before, I'm going to put it back on the screen. Put it back on the screen one more time. When you look at those packages from the Boston um, Marathon bombing, all those packages look um, unattended. If it, if it was left on the train, it would be considered unattended. Every package should be, every unattended package should be considered suspicious. If you encounter an uh, unattended package, call it into control. Do everything that they tell you. Don't don't call it in by um by the by the package. You know, go a safe distance, whatever the case may be. Um, call in the package. 
refused to put in your position, ask, ask for a safety dispute resolution form. We got to remember these are the times we're living in. Once again, just look on the screen. Look at those packages. A pressure cooker could be in one of those packages ready to blow half your body away. It's not worth it. I'd rather be safe than sorry. You encounter an unattended package. Once again, any unattended package that you cannot see through or you can't 100% sure, for sure say what's in that bag, if you can't say absolutely positively what's in that bag, consider it suspicious. Do not to ride with that package in your position. Don't touch it. If RCC tell you to do otherwise, you ask for a safety dispute resolution form. The transit authority have to come to the 21st century when it comes to these issues. No more playing around. No more playing around with our lives. They only care about service. The people who's telling us to move these trains is not on the platform telling us to do it. They in RCC, a building well secure, well guarded, and they don't have to worry about the things that we have to worry about on the road. And I don't want to hear none of the silliness. Oh, I did your job and, and this and that. You didn't do our job during these times. These times are crazy. These, these times are insane. You know what I'm saying? We're not going for that. You can't tell the difference between a suspicious package and an unattended package. Like I said, just take one more look. These are the packages from the Boston Marathon bombing a few years ago. Pressure cookers was in those bags. You cannot, you cannot take that chance and put something like that in your position and think that um, it, it, it won't be a bomb or it can't be a bomb. We can't, we can't live like that no more. We got to stop thinking until the TA start taking these, these situations serious because they, they would say, we take, oh, we take this very serious. And if you take this serious, how about this? Get us new radios. Get us, um, fix these dead spots that's in the system at the least. Fix the ICs. You do not take these situations serious. Communication is piss poor down here. Fix it. You guys do not take these situations serious fix these issues um all right i know a lot of people was asking me this going going off the topic a little bit if you want a progressive action hoodie shirt hat or whatever the case is a lot of people been inquiring you could go to perfidel.com p-e-r-f-e-d-e-l.com the link is in the description of the video get your hoodie Get your shirt, get your hat. A lot of it sold out. It's still some things left, certain sizes and stuff like that. Get what you can get. Support the movement. There's nobody out there making more noise than us. And and I don't and that includes the union. But I I need I need you guys, seriously. Um let's continue to create awareness. Let's continue to talk about the things that happen on the job. And, and the group progressive action. Even if you don't think that it's serious or that serious or important, trust me, it is. Um, go on the page, talk about it. Like Oz Freeman came. He he told me that, uh, you know, his workers get assaulted. I would have never known that. We need to talk about these things and look deeper into these things to see what's going on. Um, let's continue to tell people about progressive action. Let's continue to add people to the group. If you listen, there's 30 some people listening to this, watching this live right now. If if all 34 y'all could add 20 people, 20 new people to the group right now, that would be beautiful. It don't have to only be transit workers. It could be um, people who ride the subways. Remember, we all one family. Don't get it twisted. We need to stop <clears throat> separating everything. We all one. Trust me. Um, we need to start educating the public on our jobs. So. They can have some compassion so they can really know what's going on. When we when we repeatedly say that there's train traffic ahead of us, that's more than likely because our, um, RCC or the tower didn't really tell us what's going on in front of us. This is the truth. This isn't a lie. Um, we got to start educating passengers. We got to start educating each other. It should never stop. So like I said, there's 30-something people watching this live right now. If each one of y'all could add 20, 30, 40 people to the group, we will continue to grow. We, we will continue to get better. We will continue to educate. Um, <clears throat> please, please be more active, you know, with our events. We go have a lot of things going on during this 2018 um, campaign to get me as president of Local 100. I think I'm the man for the job. 
I think the people know that I would be best for the position. Um, been active here for two years, and I, I done changed the game here. Me and my team done changed the game here. Innovative ideas, push, pushing, pushing the agenda forward, nonstop. Getting meetings. I got I got a meeting with the VP of Subways last week. That was big. Um, I will continue to make noise for you guys if you guys show me that you're serious, and and we're going to make this happen. I promise you that. Um, like I said, New York City Transit is not prepared for a subway, a, a real subway attack. Um, consider every package. I can't keep. I got to keep stressing this. Consider every package suspicious. No more. There's no such thing as just unattended package unless you could really know for sure the contents of what's in that package or bag, whatever the case is. Consider every package suspicious. If RCC or management um, order you to take the package, ask for a safety dispute resolution form and you will be straight. And that will be the end of that. Um, anybody have any questions, comments or concerns? You can always hit me in DM. Um, I'm always reachable. I rarely sleep. Um, you can email me at progressiveaction100 at gmail.com. Um, me and Jamel, that's me and Jamel. Email one of us to check it and we'll get back to you. Um, like I said, let's, let's, let's keep sharing information. Let's keep uh, making the public aware of what's really going on. And let's continue to re remain safe and vigilant. Thanks for tuning in. I'm actually going to try to get me some sleep. I'll catch y'all later. Peace.